It's like I never have enough time in the day to make a healthy meal. During the pandemic, my overall health has become a top priority. And if I'm being honest, I needed a little bit of structure to help me in the kitchen. So Chef Cool and his Cool Eats Fresh recipes have been my saving grace. 30-minute healthy recipes that I can make on my own at home. And they even feature brunch recipes. Come on, Cool. So you know I'm in there. So for your chance to get your free recipe, make sure you follow Cool Eats Fresh at K-U-E-A-T-S. F-R-E-S-H and the Bitches Love Brunch page at Be Love Brunch Podcast. Drop the comment, hashtag Cool Eats Brunch in the comments to receive one free recipe on the house, y'all. Tell them that I sent you and let's get back to the show. Welcome back to episode 74. This is your host, Kiana. I am back with another episode for Bitches Love Brunch. And I'm so excited to come back this week. I've missed you guys. Last episode was so much fun. I had my homeboy, Jerome Tillman, come on the show. Shout out to Jerome. Everybody, I hope that you had a chance to go check out his clothing um, store called Unknown that he has launched over from Japan. Um, He's still in the States too, so he's stateside right now, but I'm so grateful that he was able just to come on and and to talk to us for a little bit. So just as a recap, what Jerome and I talked about, Jerome is an athlete, a professional athlete who plays overseas in Japan. Um, He's one of my homeboys that I met over at OU, and he just graced us and showed us the importance of owning your own business, also while monetizing his passion by being a professional athlete. Um, We talked a little bit more about community and reaching back. You know, Jerome, just a tad bit older than me, and kind of took me under his wing when we were on campus together, and I'm just so grateful that we just continued to build a bond and um, just look out for one another, and we just talked about how important community is. Jerome also put us on to so many brunch spots. Like, Jerome, I owe you so much for covering us up on the brunch tips. Like, he gave us brunch spots to go visit in Japan, one in Dallas, one in Atlanta. So if y'all brunching, make sure you go and listen to our last episode to talk a little bit more about where you can go if you're visiting Japan or you're in Dallas or you're in Atlanta Jerome going to put y'all on. And in that same vein, you know, this week, y'all know I'm bringing my friends on the show this season. I'm so excited. This special guest, y'all, I'm so pumped about this. This makes my heart just overflow with so much love, so much support, just so, so much cool shit. Like, I'm so, I'm so pumped about this. So this episode, I'm actually bringing on my cousin, one of my best friends, Chef Kumar. Who eats fresh is in the building. I'm so pumped about it. So, who is actually on the show? Who what's up? Uh, what's good? I'm happy to be here, man. Uh, thanks for having me, cuz. I'm super excited to be here. I'm so pumped. I've always wanted to have you on the show so that, you know, everybody hit me up. What's Kumar doing? What's Kumar cooking? Where Kumar at? And so, it's just so cool that I get to share this platform with you and talk more just about who you are and what you've been doing, because it's just been 
such a blessing to be able to be front seat to your growth and so many things that have been going on, but not everybody knows what's been going on with you. And so I'm just honored. I'm blessed. I'm grateful. I love you. I'm pumped to kick it with you guys always. Nice, man. Um, first off, I just want to say thank you for having me, man. This is a honor to be here. It's been a goal of mine to have something going on, to be able to be interviewed on your show. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that's, that's goals for real. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just thankful and grateful, you know what I'm saying? And also being front row to your growth and watching you blossom and take over this podcast world and do everything that you're doing in it. So I'm happy to be here. I'm proud of you and yeah, I'm excited to kick it. Oh, you know, I'm a sucker. I'll start crying and y'all know I'll cry on the show. Like I don't yeah. care. <laughs> Tears will be flowing. I appreciate that. Cool. I yeah, I really man. do. Yeah. And you know, all glory to God. Let me say that first and foremost. You know, that's why we're here and we're blessed to be here. So absolutely. But, that's for sure. All glory. All glory. So how we kick off the show, cool. We just gonna jump right in and just integrate you right, right into the show, just like you a host. Mm-hmm. So how we start yeah. off is we pass the mimosas. We like to talk about what we drinking over brunch so we can unwind, mm-hmm. let the conversations flow. And so for me, um, it's still, well, it's early afternoon here in Nashville, and I've already yeah. had a mimosa. <laughs> okay. um, yes. I'm taking a little break from work right now, so I've already had a mimosa, but I'm curious. We're going to pass the mimosa to you. What you what you drinking, or what do you like to drink? Uh, so I feel like I am not the biggest drinker, but That's I will fact. partake in a you know smooth mimosa or... Uh, I feel like one of my bros put me on to like an old fashioned. I don't know if that's like a breakfast time <laughs> drink or you know what I'm saying, whatnot, but I feel cool when I order that and I go out. You know what I'm saying? If they do it right. No, listen, so. like an old fashioned is so good. I'm an old fashioned. Um, I, I, I explore those here in Nashville, but I usually do those like okay. in the evening with a cigar. They're really okay. dope with Real a cigar. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. like as long as they have the one ice cube and the right brand of the little cherries that they drop in there, and it's yeah. like the 46 or whatever, then it's lit. So. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. That's dope. I think that's my, when I want to look cool and order a drink, that's probably what it is. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. That's so cool. Okay, well, cool. Loves his old fashions. I'm here for old fashioned always. Always. And so what we do next is we bring in the good news. And so what that means is that I give an affirmation for the show for the day. Um, I'm really big into, you know, claiming your space and making sure that you empower yourself. And so I thought this would be such a good affirmation as we talk to you more about food, nutrition, just your journey so far. And so the affirmation for the show today is I am mindful of what enters my body and I take control of my needs through my nutrition. Wow. Yeah. That's powerful. Yeah, you know, I've been meeting with a nutritionist. So I've been trying to get, you know, just more informed about what's going in my body, the right foods to eat. Um, You know, I I really think that adulthood is just a lot of relearning shit. Like, you're just relearning how to parent yourself, at least for me. Like, guide, manage, uh, everything. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so I know that that's something that you really focus on. So I know for my guests who may not know who you are, 
can you just give us a little background to who you are, where you, what you do, where you from? What's that with you? Uh, born and raised Cleveland, Ohio, Cleveland Heights. You know what I'm saying? Starting East Cleveland until fourth grade, then fourth grade Cleveland Heights. Um, I have been dealing with food probably since like 12. Um, my mom used to be working late uh, and going to school. So it was me and my little brother. And obviously, you know, we had to eat. So yeah. I tried to just start helping out around the house by cooking. And I took a liking to it. And my little brother took a liking to it and then started asking who's cooking when dinner was ready. And if it wasn't me, he wouldn't come downstairs. So I was like, oh, okay, maybe I got a little something going here. <laughs> and I think I dropped my first recipe in a recipe book in like sixth grade math class. Wow. Salmon Delight. And, uh, <laughs> Yeah, we've been kicking it and eating in uh, my mom's kitchen, auntie's kitchen, uh, since, I don't know, forever? No. Sixth grade, it's, sixth grade? It's the truth. It's seriously yeah. the truth. And, yeah, I feel like that love for cooking and travel and food, and I think it just kind of took over my life early. Yeah. And um, I didn't even necessarily see myself being a chef professionally um it kind of just came about yeah talk to us a little bit about how that came about how did that work out so i was a i was a truck driver at the time and i'm delivering a load in south georgia and my good brother travis what's up trav you know what i'm saying shout out to trav shout out to trav um, he called me like, Hey man, uh, I want to take my diet seriously. And I know you're doing your cooking thing. Like you're trying to link up in KC. And I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just like that. And literally that's just how it happened. No plan, no thought. I never saw myself as Trav chef or this or that. And I didn't, you know, never, we never talked about anything prior to, yeah. um, it was just like a, you know, your brother call and, you know, you step out on faith and you just go. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's so funny. Um, I love hearing your story from your perspective because you just make it seem like um, it happened, like, just growing up. You know, I had, like, a first, like, a, like, literally, like, a front row seat to everything. You know, growing up and being in, in, at Auntie's house and going over there and hanging out in the kitchen. And honestly, I just remember days it would just be a house full of guys from Heights. Shout out to all the brothers, everybody. Uh, shout out to everybody from Cleveland Heights. Um, y'all really adopted me. And I would sit in the kitchen with Kumar's mom, Auntie Anita, and we would just talk. And, you know, while you got a house full of guys there, you know, they got to eat. They growing boys. They playing football. Come on, listen, come on. Now we can eat all day, literally. Man, and so Auntie will make some food. Cool will make food. And I mean, I remember, I will never forget this. Like, you just flipping recipes, like simple stuff. Like, you would go and you could find, like, you know, like the Lipton packets of, like, Alfredo or something. And okay. you would go crazy with it. You would take it to a whole nother level just growing up. And everybody would just come in the kitchen. We would all eat. Um, we would all just be around each other. And it was such a good time for, like, fellowship and community. And lo and behold, we didn't know that we were sitting in the kitchen watching you, you know, build what will become your career. That's sick. 
That's crazy. Yeah. We didn't know that yeah, it would it would turn into that. We didn't know that. Um, I didn't see you being a chef. I knew that you always could. I knew that I always wanted to be like, yo, if I get a chef, like I get rich, like I'm hiring Kumar to cook for me. His food is fire. Um, but who would have thought that we would watch one of our brothers grow and become one of the greatest tight ends in the NFL? So always yeah. love, always appreciation, always um, just. So much humility watching Travis do his thing. And I know many people who may not know, we're talking about uh, Travis Kelsey, for those who don't know. Number well, one tight end, number one to go. Man, you know that's crazy. Listen, every don't ever get it twisted. The GOAT, day in, day out. Not you just feel me? On the, not, not just on Sunday, it's every day. Every you know day. Every, every day. day. Every day. And you know, that's, that's, yeah. the, that's the most honorable thing about being friends with Trav is that um, it's not just on that field. Like It's it's so much more oh, than yeah. on that field. It's off the field. It's every day. It's just who he is. The, it's literally just who he is. It's just a byproduct of it the is. day. You know it what I'm saying? It's a byproduct of the home environment, of the family environment, of, you know what I'm saying? All, all those things. is yeah. a by, The field yeah. is a byproduct of real men. You know what I'm saying? So it's For like sure. that. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's amazing that the world gets to witness um everything that we've been seeing behind closed doors. So it's a beautiful thing that the world just gets a taste to just see the amazing man that he is. But most importantly, the fuel that feeds the goat. That's important, dog. We always talk about that. I'm just like, y'all, we're going to the Super Bowl again or, you know, championships yeah. are coming up and you feed and trap. That's important. And so that's one of the things that I really wanted to talk to you about in terms of food and how your craftsmanship has really grown in terms of not only just cooking, but nutrition, you know, you have to add that element. And so one of the things that I love watching now is you putting out your recipes, bruh, everybody want to know how to make the food. Thanks guys. I appreciate it. You know, so I just wanted to talk to you more about like, what does cool eat fresh means to you and what do you want others to perceive when they are looking at your recipes, they're looking at your page, and they're getting inspired by you. So, yeah, what's your thought process behind that? So there's a, a mantra, I guess people say mantra or whatever, but is there's a understanding that I've been working on or developing, and it's called intentional eating. Yeah. So intentional eating is really focusing in on what you want to see from your diet, how you want to feel, what you want to shape yourself to, what your goals are, and literally doing everything in your power to go at that goal. That's what I feel like intentional eating empowers or embodies. Yeah. It's really, you know, defining what you want to do and then going after it in the best manner. Yeah. And, that, and that's how we approach every single day, every single meal. Nothing is like not intentional. It's all intentional. Yeah. So intentional eating is really like what we stand by and what we go by and how we dictate all the food that goes in through and everything. I love that. I love that. You know, it's, it's so much fun to be with you on even the shopping trips to the grocery store and just to think about all the intention that comes with even just every ingredient that you put into the recipes, you know, all of that has been thought out carefully yeah. down to every, the science. 
every every single aspect um working with um Trav nutritionist uh team nutritionist um she's a wonderful lady and she's always about her business always open in communication um and working with also the staff and getting just results from maybe like where there might be a vitamin deficiency or yeah. this or that just being able to get all that information and then attacking it through food yeah yeah because yeah, food is your medicine yeah literally getting just all the information of what's needed um how your body's processing the food how your energy matches up for when you work out yeah everything is intentional in what we do everything is about the longevity of the recovery the longevity of Travis's career yeah you know, just his overall health period yeah I feel like you know we used to play ball together and you know, it's a position in, you know, protecting a quarterback, protecting your brother. I feel like me bringing my best to the table through food is my way of being out there with him on the field. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I take that serious. It's a, it's a very, um, physical sport. Yeah, for you know sure. I mean? So me knowing that he's fueled up and the recovery is there for after. And you know what I mean? Like, he's taking care of food wise. He doesn't have to think about that. He doesn't yeah. have to even put a thought on there. Like I'm on it. You yeah. Know what I mean, and I take it seriously. That's my brother. That's my profession. And that's, you know what I'm saying? My input into what goes on on the field. I love that. I love that. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's so important. And I think a lot of times, you know, we get to see these um, athletes play at their best and we don't think about some of the things that go into maintaining them as humans. You know what I mean? Like we're not, you know, a lot of times, you know, a lot of people are watching sports for entertainment. And you know me, I love football because I come from a football family. And then, of course, now yeah. Trav has just dominated, dominated yeah. football. So now it's even more yeah. part of my life, too. And so, you know, when I'm watching the games, I'm not just watching the game for entertainment. Yo, who touched my brother? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, y'all don't man. don't hit it, him like that. Stop you know, you gotta, <laughs> yeah, you just gotta keep, keep keep it professional. Understand that you know that's part of the game, but yeah, it's definitely like that. You know what I mean? And that's why we do what we do and take every step seriously. For Travis to even think like, oh man, I need a full time chef and I want to take control of my diet. And I want that's a big dog move. It's a big investment. It's serious. It's just as hard as working out like eating to that demeanor to that demand like it, it's just as hard as hitting the gym and everything and trav runs through it like a champion that he is every time you know and you know most people including myself you know i'm always trying to be conscious of my health and working out and being active and anybody who has um you know dedicated time to their health they know that they say 80% of the work is in the kitchen. And, you know, that's usually where a lot of people struggle. And so for you to maintain that big portion, 80% is a huge fraction of a pie. It's the majority yeah, of it. <laughs> and I so that, it. that's it. amazing. You know what I mean? That's really dope. So yeah. I, lo I love that you you take care of our brother. You take care of yourself. Um, and, it's, and it's beautiful to watch. So one of the things I did want to talk about, too, is that I remember having a conversation with you back in the day. Hopefully you don't mind that I shared this, but we were talking about the concept of you being a chef. And we, you and I were toying with this. You were like, I don't know if I see myself as a chef. I would more so say I'm an artist. So we talked yeah. about the nutrition side of 
food. So talk to me a little bit more about how you still get to be a creative and how you still find yourself being an artist. Oh, man. Everything is art. You know what I'm saying? Food is definitely art. It's an expression of where I've been, where I've traveled. You know what I'm saying? And then when it's, you know, dedicated to somebody's diet, like Travis's, you know what I'm saying? It's about showing up every single meal. It's like, you know, I got to present the best stuff. I got to use all these different colors and all these different points of nutrition to create this masterpiece and put it on a plate. Every plate is a canvas. You know yeah. What I'm and all these ingredients are just all the different colors and the different textures that come into making this masterpiece every time. And I mean, I shoot for that every trip. I mean, that, that's all. always the goal is to put your best product out every time. Yeah. You never so, fail I mean, at that, <laughs> dog. You never yeah, fail at no, that. Listen, <laughs> thing is, I'll, I'll critique the mess out of whatever I'm, you know what I'm saying, putting out because, I mean, I want to get better every time. That you, Every rep is a chance to get better and a chance to show, you know, what you can do. So it's like, show up. Yeah. Yeah. Show up or show out. Yeah, so I feel like the artist part of it is in everything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even just the the art of thought, the art of intent. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like dictating that type of stuff on the plate. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of thought and essence that goes in every plate, not just the food itself, not just the colors itself. But there's a lot of intention behind every plate. So there's art and intention. There's art in what you produce physically there's art in what you put into something mentally yeah um yeah it's it's, it's a very crafty situation and i i like it i enjoy Dude. it i love it i love consuming it i'm not gonna lie to you so the plates nice. are beautiful but each time that i'm in front of one of those plates my goal is to devour okay nice. i am there yeah. to kill it and that's the other thing. It's like you create and you put so much thought and intention into this one dish and then all of a sudden it's gone. <laughs> How does that you feel? How does that feel? It's like, a, do you get a new canvas? Yeah, I mean, that there's so many reps. It's, it, it, it just molds you and shapes you. You know what I'm saying? You, you just feel how to create every aspect better every time. Yeah. And you know when, when something is like, oh, okay, it's there. You know what I'm saying? And that's a great feeling too. But just... um. I feel like the excitement on the other side of the plate, somebody who's receiving the food, you know what I'm saying? Seeing the expressions and, you know what I mean? Like, oh, this is that, or this is great, or, you know what I'm saying? All that stuff yeah. is cool, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like I'm on the chopping block every day because it's like, <laughs> I'm I'm never coming to like, oh, I, you know, I feel like, I, I know if I put the work into the dish, you know what I'm saying? Which I do every dish, but I know when something's like, just perfect or yeah. whether I need to tweak it here or tweak it there. So I don't know. It's all fun. It's all art. It's all just creativity and just energy. So Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I absolutely love that. And I love, you know, a lot of people when we talk about art and we talk about artistry, a big part of art is connecting with other people, you know, and a big mm. part of food. One of the things that I love so much about food and why, you know, I have the podcast centered around food. You know, I come from a food family, even my mom, yeah. you and my mom will cook together and oh, things no. like that. You know, the OG for yeah. real. And so um, one of the things that That's I love about I too. for sure, for sure. Let's stop and take a second and put all, all praise to Aunt Gloria. We wouldn't be here my cooking has been influenced by her touch, by her love. I've come into so many kitchens and 
I've seen the energy and just the grace and the shine of a star in the kitchen. I know what that's like. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I always aspire and I always keep that on me. So I just want to, you know, say that. That's what's up. She will be so happy. <laughs> you know, she loves me down. Yeah, come on, yeah. Yep. So um, for those who didn't know, my mom had a barbecue food truck. And so um, our family's just really big on cooking. We come from the South, so that's what we do. And one of the things that I love, you know, to tie it back into art and the things, you know, like on the side of my mom's truck, it said like this, this truck is to serve the community and to serve God um, on the side of her truck. And there's so many different things that I love about art and how it connects with other people. And even across cultures, you know, the biggest thing that you can do across cultures, despite languages and the different countries that I visited um, it's to break bread with people when they invite you to eat yeah. in their home. That's that's one of the biggest honors to sit across from people and to and to share a meal with them. And so yeah. one of the things that I love about you, too, just being my cousin and, you know, just growing up alongside of you and even our auntie is that I love the fact that we don't talk about it much. Actually, we do. You and I, we talk about it pretty much. But um your culture, cultural influences, mm-hmm. you know, so yeah. you are biracial, you're black and Indian. Yeah. So tell me how does your culture impact your food um, and that background? I'd like to say fried chicken and curry chicken, just like that. <laughs> it's literally like that, you know what I'm saying? On my father's side, um, African-American side of my family, I grew up in the kitchen. Literally, my mom just reminded me, like, I would stand at the counter or essentially and just watch my aunts cook. And when I say they made the best food, it's like the best macaroni and cheese you'll ever have, the best fried chicken, all the best Southern style cooking. You know what I mean? Like, and that's what I grew up on. And then on my mother's side, same thing. I got people cooking chicken curry, uh, biryani, lamb, this and that all these different whirlwinds of flavors on both sides. And then you got me in the middle. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's literally simple as that. You know what I'm saying? And I appreciate all the influences from both sides and I can feel them and taste them and how I cook and how I approach things. And I definitely appreciate having both um, just super diverse backgrounds and both cooking styles. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I I love when the two come together. I feel like it's a nice uh, fusion of flavor, if you want to say that. Yeah, and, and I've seen it literally come together like that. I remember being at the house we were younger in Cleveland Heights, and I don't, I don't know what it was when I was younger. I was afraid to eat Indian food. Like I was afraid to eat. Indian food. <laughs> Everybody and is. Auntie had like curry. Initially. Y'all had curry, yeah. and then also we would have like America options. So then we yeah. would have these Indian options, and then we have American options. And I was like, I yeah. just go with the nigga food. And so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. and so then as I got older, I started to branch out more, you know, especially traveling. Like that's one thing I had to I had to push my comfort zone a lot because you know, when you're in another country, you turn it down full and I'm being my normal picky self, yeah. it can be seen as disrespectful. And you never want to come off as disrespectful when you're in somebody else's home. And so, you know, I started opening up my mind, eating Indian food. Um, One of the things that I love, too, I think I had my first. Did I have Indian food first with you, Kumar? I'm not sure. I could see that. I feel like a lot of people's first uh, 
taste of Indian food is with me or, you know what I'm saying, through me or yeah. somehow. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that happened a lot. And then also to double back on your point about traveling, food was my first way to travel. Mm. I felt like, yeah. you know, I could see what Jamaica's like a little bit by, you know, getting a Jamaican meal or, you yeah. know what I'm saying, going to an authentic, I don't know, um, Korean restaurant and getting a feel for like maybe what Korea might be like. Or this, That was my first way of traveling is through food. So yeah. I feel you on being able to just open up and just, you know, see what's going on. Yeah. And that was definitely how I got to move around in my mind a little bit first, you know what I'm saying, as far as just getting out here. I love that. You know, every time we're together, we try to find the most authentic places to go and just kick it and eat. So we be with every time. We be with it. Like, no, don't take me to Tex Mex. Take me, take me to Mexico. Yeah, exactly. Mexico. You feel me? Like, I I gotta go. I have Listen, to go. There's, a, there's a little something in every city, whether it's little Mexico, little India, little Africa, little Jamaica. Like, I love popping into any little pocket and getting the best of the best yeah. from whatever culture, whatever background, whatever flavor. Yeah, I love tasting. Yeah. You know, what I mean the the realest version of it. And until we get to those places, you know, start with food. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. You know, one of the things that I admire about you so much and why we're on the same um, vein in community is that, you know, there it takes a community to, you know, build the meals that you even make every day with Trav. And one of the mm-hmm. things that I love that you do is that you foster community, even at the stores that you go to. <laughs> you build a relationship with every single person that we come into contact with and how... Um, excited they are to see you and just how invigorated they are about what you do and not only just about what you do but just the person you are and so I don't want to ever um, dismiss those communities too that you're building while even gathering food because it happens in that portion of the cooking um, experience as well listen shout out to Whole Foods on the plaza you know what I'm saying everybody there shout out to everybody <laughs> I like to kick it. I like I like to kick it with my people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We all making this happen together. You know what I mean? It's never. I'm not just here by myself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Every piece, every component, every time I walk up to the seafood section and they go grab the freshest from the back that hasn't even touched the air or seen light yet. You know what I'm saying? Same thing with the butcher department. Oh, chef, you need something. You need some fillets. You need this. You need that. It's like it's all love everywhere. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And I'm excited yeah. to see them too. It's yeah. always like, let's chop it up, let's kick it, and let's handle business. You know what I'm saying? And then it's like that. Yeah, it's literally so mutual. Like the admiration, the friendship, the connections are so genuine. For sure. Yeah. For sure. I, I respect and I appreciate, you know what I'm saying, what everybody does for me. Anything. You know what I'm saying? Like literally. Yeah. And I always want to show that love and appreciation back. And then if it's like that, it's like that. We're kicking it. Yep. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Absolutely. So another thing that I want to talk to you about is I call it family first. You know, we're very, very family oriented. Um, Even the way that we even navigate our friendship circles is super family oriented. Somebody told me that (laughs) 
or was it you there? Like, we're like, literally, we we kind of run our, our family like a mob, and not the not the violence part of it, but literally just the outlook for just each other. And honor and trust and respect. Yeah, that's what we stand on. Yeah. So tell me yeah. a little bit about that, Kumar. Like, tell me how, why is family so important to you, and how did that get instilled in you? Uh, family is everything. Um, it's been instilled through me or in me by my parents, by my brothers, by my community. Um, family. I got my little brother's name tatted across my chest. You know what I'm saying? Like this, I carry that blessing with me. I honor that blessing. I honor everybody around me. I appreciate everybody around me. Uh, I love everybody around me. You know what I mean? And I go hard for them and we go hard for each other. Just like right here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, everybody around me has always shown up for me and I've always strived to do the same. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's where community starts. So that's where trusting the person next to you locked in arms. You know what I'm saying? We all got each other. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And I mean, we've just been running like that since forever. Yeah, that, that's literally all we know, and that's all we've ever known. And I'm thankful for it. I honor it. I work hard to, you know, what I'm saying, bring forth, you know, what I'm saying, glory to God first, and then to the family. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I love it. And not just because I'm a a beneficiary of the love yeah. of the family, you know, but it it really is cool to see. It really is cool to know that. You know, we walking out this thing called life with each other and we haven't stopped locking arms through this journey. No, no matter yeah. how far we are, no matter how near we can be sometimes um, as careers drift off and people have different levels of responsibilities. You know, one thing that's for certain, one thing that's for certain and for sure is that the love is always so real and it's always felt through the food, too. Yeah. It's always yeah, I mean, felt through the food. Uh, I I try to put as much love and intention and as everything I can into every meal. So I, I appreciate that it's felt. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely cool. So one of the things that I absolutely love about your food or what you're trying to or what you're doing with your recipes is that your thing is you want to make sure that these meals can be adaptable for everybody. You know, and yeah. your thing is the I think it's like a 30 minute meal. You know what I mean? Um, And I love that. It's like a 30-minute mastermind meal. So take me into or walk me through why a 30-minute meal? Why why that strategy? Uh, I mean, it it just depends. I feel like a lot of times, you know, we're very busy with work, with family, with life. Um, But if you can take 30 minutes and get the nutrients you need for the day, it's like, you know, 30 minutes, you got 30 minutes, hopefully, you know what I'm saying? Or we can try to carve out 30 minutes in a day. I feel like, once again, we all are just busy and, you know, um, focused on whatever we're doing. It's like, you know, we have to also eat, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? So being able to, you know, carve out a 30-minute window and really get in what you need, I think that's beneficial just across the board. Yeah. And in that 30 minutes, it just depends on what time of day it is. I mean, if it's in the early morning and you're trying to get some energy, you're trying to get your body up, you know what I mean? Or if it's like midday and you need to fuel up, 
you know, before a workout or if you need some energy to coast you through the day or if it's the evening and you're recovering after a workout or after a long day and you want to just, you know what I'm saying, replenish. Yeah. Um, if you can carve out that 30 minute window and make that 30 minute meal intentionally for you and for your day, I mean, it's only going to benefit you. For sure. And so some of those meals that or some of those recipes that you're putting out, those are some of the same meals that you may feed Trav with, right? Yeah. And so let yeah. me ask you this. Does because he's an athlete, does it make a difference in nutrition that the nutrition that goes into his food versus a regular person's food um that's maybe not sure. performing at that rate? So I feel like everybody needs to eat like this. Everybody needs to eat how we eat. Yeah. Um, just flat out. Uh, we eat for life. We also eat for performance and career and this and that. But, um, yeah, everybody needs to eat a well-balanced, uh, nutrient-dense um, variety of food. Yeah. So everybody needs to eat like this, in a sense, um, in my mind. I know yeah. everybody has, you know, different diets or different blood types or this and that that they eat too. And that's also a part of tailoring and being intentional about how you're eating specifically towards yourself. For sure. Yeah. So um, I definitely feel like um, just making sure you're eating what's designed for you or outlined for you by your nutritionist and then obviously incorporating the right portions and then getting the best quality of food. That's what we, that's how we eat. We get yeah. the best quality of food and then we mix in some flavor, but it's all tailored towards what needs to be handled as far as Travis's diet. And as far as what part of the year we're in and how many times a day is he working out or what's the week looking like, how many appearances or this and that we're always eating towards something or for right. something. So I feel like if we all took that level of, um, intent with our diet we would see the benefits of it um myself including um as a truck driver i got up to 317 pounds at my heaviest and then once i tapped into my diet and working out and being consistent with what i was taking in yeah i got down to 214. wow that's you know amazing I mean? so there's a lot of power in being intentional about you know what you're taking in and how you're moving and how you're carrying yourself through the day yeah. Food wise, period. And you know, there are ways too that you can do it. And maybe, you know, you don't have the budget maybe to go to Whole Foods. There's still affordable ways that you can eat or, you know, just be cognizant of your nutrition and things like that. So, for instance, even with me meeting with my nutritionist, you know, I went through my insurance to do it and I actually yeah. had three free sessions to meet with wow. my nutritionist. Never knew that. Yeah never knew that. And so, you know, it was nice that that was something that my insurance was able to provide for me, but even like having mm -hmm. organic options or, you know, at any local grocery store that you find, you know, and yeah. maybe even finding grocery stores in your neighborhoods or that are local to the community. Those are always great, you know, and I yeah. also recommend Farmers markets. I love farmers markets on the weekends. Yeah. It's such a vibe, <laughs> like not even just to eat, but just as a patron. You know, there's so yeah, many things to, that you can do. In the mix. Yes. Yeah. Yes. No, I agree. So definitely. And I feel like a lot of people get um 
eating healthy mixed up with uh having to spend a lot of money um i was taught early if you shop on the border of the grocery store yep you know what i'm saying you stay within all the real foods and the non-processed and the non um canned or not you know what i mean stuff like that and if you kind of take out maybe like the fun stuff all the time you know what i mean i feel like a lot of people like to eat cereal or snacks or this and that we don't eat any snacks. I don't buy any snacks. We eat all real food all day. Whole foods. Yeah, whole foods. Just whole Literally. foods that come from the earth or animal. Literally. We eat real food all day. That's the goal to eat real food all day. We try to stay as far away as we can from processed, canned. We don't eat anything frozen. Every meal is cooked fresh. Typically, we don't even reheat any meals. And I cook to where there aren't leftovers. And I'm just precise and, you know, it's taken me a while to get there, but I've been able to go rep after rep and tailor it down to where there's no waste after we don't have to reheat stuff. You know what I mean? It's just very intentional about everything to do with the diet. Intentional and sustainable. You know, I think that is cool. It's something that you actually just mentioned that it just like sparked in my brain. There aren't any leftovers every time that we're having dinner. There's literally, yeah. it's properly portioned for everybody. And yeah. um, I love that because I, you know, after spending some time in London, I just became more conscious about, you know, like my carbon footprint and excess foods that we waste Listen, and things like there's, that. There's so many people that are hungry across the world. It makes no sense. I'd be a fool to waste food. Um, it's something that I think, and I know that, um, needs to be, you know, uh, honed in on in a sense. Um, I feel like we all, you know, sometimes get a little careless or, you know, may overeat or maybe order, you know, with our eyes instead of our stomach. Yeah. I feel like the more conscious we can be and the more intentional we can be about, um, eliminating food waste or reducing food waste and putting that same energy into making people, making sure people have food. Yeah. Um, I think is, uh, something to be done. Absolutely cool. I love that because there, you know, there's so many people who go without meals and I, and I acknowledge that and I know that. And so we are blessed, you know, that we, we that we are able to have meals, even have family to share meals with. Yeah. Um, that's a and blessing also, in itself. Definitely. And I was going to say also in being blessed, we need to bless others. For sure. Um, you know, if we all thought about maybe somebody else's meal, once a day we could get everybody else fed or you know what i'm saying yeah pay for a meal or just something like that i just know that um there's a lot of hungry people and it's one of my goals to help everybody get fed so you know also what fuels everything i do um just in this culinary art career yeah that's actually you know on your instagram is the tagline on there it says feeding the world the movie and so What are your goals? Where do you see yourself in this lane or within this space in these next five, ten years? Feeding everybody. You feeding everybody. Pull up. Yeah, we're just feeding everybody. Simple as that. Yeah. 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 I love it. And if we're feeding everybody, it's going at that scale and it's going at that level. I don't even know what all that looks like, but I know if we stay focused on the goal, everything else will come with it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. That's for sure. And so before we go ahead and 
close out the interview, I want to ask you this. What are your favorite 30 minute go to meals to whip up in the kitchen? Man, uh, so I feel like it might be a cheat code that I can whip up a filet mignon Oscar style uh, probably in 30 minutes. But that's just like one of my favorite, <laughs> favorite things just to make, period. And it doesn't take that long and it's not that tedious of a process. Yeah. So I'd, I'd say that. Um, what else? Uh, I feel like I've been tailoring this time frame to where I can do a lot in 30 minutes yeah. like a, a seafood fresh seafood pasta any type of pan seared uh fresh fish i mean it it could just go any which way at any time yeah any type of flavor profile any type of ethnic influence from any background from any part of the world it's just like i don't even plan any of my meals i just make sure that i have the uh groceries or the ingredients the products that i need and then yeah. i put a little pressure on myself once we get in the kitchen like oh which way are we going i i'm I'm, all, I'm always aware of what we ate previously and what's to come and this and that yeah but in the moment i like to put a little pressure on myself with the creativity side and just flow i like that because I, I guess that's a part of your artistry would you say that's a part of this your process Definitely. oh here's another one um like a blueberry drizzle French toast. I mean, it's not the most hi-fi or whatever thing, but I feel like my French toast smacks and I enjoy eating it. So listen, last time we were in Atlanta together, Cool made me and Auntie some French toast. So he not lying. I mean, it's not the most (laughs) healthy thing or, you know, to be on that process, but you also got to intentionally have some fun too. So Well, bitches love brunch. So, you know, you got some French shows in there. We good. Shout out to bitches love brunch. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to your podcast because <laughs> I'm proud of you, man. It's lit. Dude, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. We're going to have to have you come back on the show and, you know, capture some of the magic that we talked about because it's nuts to see you work in the kitchen and it's beautiful and it's delicious. It's so oh, many different you. words that you can use to just be in the presence and to witness you um, just being in your zone, you know, you just being in your purpose and watching it all okay. come to life. And it's, it's amazing. It's beautiful. I'm glad that I, I get to be a witness. Thanks, man. Thanks, guys. Yeah, for uh, sure. Uh, yeah, I just want to say this is the first interview I've ever done. Oh, actually, this is yeah the first um, situation like this, so I'm happy to be here. What you and think about it? It's exciting. It's fun. Uh, it's also very um, just humbling and you know grateful to just to have something to talk about and be able to talk about it with you. Yeah. Is there yeah. is there anything that people should be watching for down the pipeline for you? Is there anything that you want to direct my audience to? Uh, Let them know. I'll definitely be dropping new recipes soon. Uh, oh, I feel yeah. Like, yeah, I feel like I got to come with it. And I'll be dropping new recipes soon. Um, for the off-season and summer, we're looking to get fit, so... You know what I'm saying? Check in for that. Well, I'll definitely be posting a lot of uh, 
healthy meals coming up soon probably like towards the end of march i'll probably be getting back in the kitchen full time as far as like what i do day in day out um with trav and our um food and diet focused uh whatever everything we're doing yeah so yeah yeah we coming back next season y'all look be on the look oh, man, you feel me and we ain't we ain't gonna we ain't gonna get into all that. But <laughs> we, have, we have one goal every season, and everybody knows that goal, and that's what we're here for. So that's it. Yeah, that's it. Well, yeah, yeah. we can. Um, and where can they find your recipes? Cool. Uh, cooeatsfresh.com. Oh yeah, actually, uh, yeah, everything is a dollar ninety nine and under. I love it. Accessibility, yeah, y'all. Accessibility. I always like to be able to kick it with everybody. You know what I'm saying? If I can't necessarily cook for you or be in person, like, let me also give you something over here that I got too. Like, this is also me still. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I like to be able to kick it with everybody. And this is one way of doing that. That's for sure. That's for sure. And it's yeah. still high quality. Like, it's still high oh, quality. So I'm so excited about the future recipes that's going to come down the pipeline because that ain't going to do nothing but, you know, help me in the kitchen whenever, you know, I'm feeling, I'm feeling like, you know, the Gloria jumps at me from time to time I get in the kitchen. You got that wrist. You got all, everything you need. You don't need nothing for me. I'm learning. (laughs) We learning from each other. We learn together. We learn together. that's the best. It is the best. Kumar gave me so many tips on how to make so many different things. So I um, I appreciate all the help that you be giving me in the kitchen. Because I'm not quite Kumar. I'm not quite Gloria. You know? So I'm I'm working there. I'm working on it. Listen, you ain't got to be. You, you. Yeah. That's all that matter. Big facts. Straight up. Big facts. Yep. So the last two things we like to do before we close out the show, Kumar, is that we like to do our last call. This is where we leave tips to people. We mention people who have earned kudos throughout the week that deserve a tip. We may give them like a 15% tip, 20% tip. Sometimes I go crazy and I'd be like, you get 75 or I throw some money on somebody's tip. But yeah, yeah, so this week, my tip of the week is going to go to Lenny Smoot. He's a Disney engineer that was recently recognized for owning more than 100 patents. A hundred patents. That's the most that any Disney employee has ever owned, y'all. So don't sleep. Black history is still being made. We're still making history every single day. So I want to give Lanny a 75% tip just for being a trailblazer over there at Disney. I know that's not easy. Um, Being an engineer and coming up with so many innovations and, and owning the patents, owning the rights um, to those inventions, I think is one of the coolest things that I've ever heard as a woman in STEM um, who are, who's in the science, technology, engineering, and math field. Um, I love it. I'm inspired by it. And so all those STEM nerds, keep going. Don't deter from uh, what it is that you want to do. STEM will take you far. And so um, kudos to him. So he's going to be my tip of the week. Do you have a tip you want to give somebody? Um. Is, is this tip like just giving praise to somebody? Yep, that's it. There's so many people to give praise to. Uh, can I just go around real fast or it has to be one person? Um, it's this show, this show fake money. You do what you want to spend it how you want to. Oh, God, out. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm tipping everybody. Uh, or we still doing the shout outs for the brunch spots later? Or Yeah, that's after this. Okay, I was excited for that too. Um, 
uh, ah, there's so many people, man. It's like, who to shout out? It's like, you're doing so amazing. It's like, shout out to you. It's like, you know what I'm saying? Sonique is doing so amazing. Shout out to- Shout out to Sonique. You know what I'm saying? She's a boss. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to her. Shout out to Corey and Jeremy at Grill 55 downtown. I ain't even did the brunch shout outs yet, but they just smashed All-Star Weekend. Killed it. Like no other. You know what I'm saying? So all kudos to that. Um, everything is just popping right now. I feel like my little brother just got some new contracts for uh, development as far as like residential flips and this and that. Nice. Uh, yeah, I mean, everybody's doing incredibly, so shout out to everybody. Shout out to, yeah. We're going to add everybody in the show notes, and we're going to shout all of y'all out. Cool. How much, How much? Um, what kind of tip you leaving them? Oh, I like to leave big tips. I like to tip everybody. Are you talking about like a tip in life, or are you talking about like a No, cash like cash tip. What's, what's your percentage that you're going to give your people you tipping? Infinity. Cool, cool, cool. Got your money. Spread the love. 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 Iron sharpen iron or iron sharpens iron type of situations. Everybody we're around, and I appreciate that. That also comes with this family unity. Everybody sees one another grinding and working hard together. So it's like shout out to all of us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And let everybody keep pushing. Everybody tip everybody. That's how yeah. it's supposed to be. It really yeah. is, and that's really how we show up with each other. Like nothing is yeah. bigger than the next man. We all just praise no. each other, and it's and it's so exactly. cool. It's so dope, and we we stay humble that way. We stay humble. Listen, stay nobody that way. Nobody is above the family. You know what I'm saying? That's and it's fact. like that. Everybody go hard. Everybody do what they do, but nobody comes before the family. That's a fact. Okay, so yeah. we moving on to brunch spots. You was excited, uh, so man. come on. I know you got. Uh, you can carry the brunch spots. Who you putting on I the was brunch? Say, Grill fifty five. I can't wait to. You know what I'm saying? Pull up and see what that's like. We I've got been to dreaming about it. I seen the twenty four karat gold French toast. It's like I need to see what that's about. Um, I just recently went to a brunch spot here in L A. called I think it's My Two Cents. Okay, but it's a sister in there, and she is a beast. She's running the kitchen by herself. Um, the wow. staff is incredible. I had the most amazing oxtail tacos and fried catfish, and she had mustard greens on the menu. Everybody doesn't know about mustard. You know what I'm saying? Like, you feel me? So, shout out to my two cents. Uh, definitely in Atlanta, the Atlanta Breakfast Club, they do really well with brunch. They do. Um, yeah, I mean, I love brunch. You know what I'm saying? So, because bros love brunch too. Bros love brunch too, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Bros, that's why I had to start bringing my bros on the nice, pod because bros love brunch you, too. Man. Bros love brunch too, straight up. And that's a fact. We're going to get a t shirt that say that. Bros love brunch too. I need that. I got you. Know you. So, whenever you drop down, let me get that. I got you. So, I think my brunch, my brunch um, recommendation is going to be. Uh, the Pancake Pantry here in Nashville. So I went there this okay. past weekend. My cousins were in town. 
um, some of my cousins from Atlanta. That he, my, my one cousin, he was up here with his wife. It was his birthday weekend. They kicked it in Nashville, and I ended up taking uh-huh. them to the pancake pantry. And one, the line was long, but it moved mm-hmm. expeditiously. I appreciated that they looked out, so it was moving quick. We got in, and I hadn't been there in maybe since the first year that I moved to Nashville. So it's been maybe around four or five years since I've been. Um, okay. It's crazy to think that I've been living in Nashville for four or five years. But anyway, um, yeah. yeah, so I went there, pulled up, y'all. Oof, the hash browns go crazy. Um, their French toast, they have like a cream, like a, a cinnamon cream um, syrup that they bring out on the French oh, toast. Yeah. Oh, okay. my gosh. So... Yeah. I'm going to shout out the Pancake Pantry just because, you know, it was so many, so many people come there because they're so historic, which means, you know, they have um, a regiment that they live up to. And that's why people come back. It's the expectation that they can um, provide that type of food every single trip for decades. People were like, my grandma, my mom and dad went to Vanderbilt. So that's why. And Mm -hmm. they talked about coming to the Pancake Pantry when they were in school. So that's why we're here. You know, so okay, it's cool to see right. that legacy be passed down and, and watch those recipes um, just keep going and thriving. Um, and that's something yeah. that I just appreciate just as a as a daughter of, of a chef and now finding recipes of my own from my family and being like, wow, yeah. these can really live beyond. So it's really, really yeah. dope. So, yeah. Um, cool. I got one more spot. Oh, put us on. Uh, Red Bird in downtown L.A. For brunch, mm. they came with some duck sausage or something, and I mean, it was fire. Duck sausage. That was the last, that, that's what I've seen it on the menu. I'm like, oh, okay, I gotta have that. <laughs> and it was it was incredible. And I had the shrimp and grits, and then something else and something else. Like, you know, how we like to order up. So, listen, Kumar, my favorite person to go out to dinner with or any any type of meal with. When I tell you that we trying everything, we trying it. It's it's class. You know what I'm saying? As in classes in session, like I'm like, checking out. <laughs> Every presentation, I'm looking at every flavor, what it's plated in. Does it attest to the heat that's keeping the dish warm? How's it stacked? How's it everything? So, yeah. Yeah, it's going. You know, yeah. I love it. Kumar, again, I'm so grateful. I'm grateful to always spend time with you. You know that you're literally one of my favorite people. And I love I you. Say, you know, I love you more, cuz. With my whole heart. So, um, blessed to have you on the show. You can come back anytime, anytime that you want to promote anything or just want to come and chop it with me, which we always do anyway. Just let me know. Um, Kumar, where can they find you on social media? Oh, uh, Kui's Fresh. Everything. Uh, Yeah, literally. uh, Instagram, my website. uh, Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, but definitely my Instagram, my website. I love it. KU Eats Fresh. Nice. I'll add it to the show notes for y'all. Follow Kumar. Get y'all some recipes. Cook good for yourself. Cook good for your family. Take care of yourself, your body. Um, nourish your temple. Again, y'all, thank you for listening. I'm so excited to be back. Kumar got something else to put us on to.